Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. If we have been able to reach the first 10 days of Dhul-Hijjah, truly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has enjoined a mercy upon us. Not many Muslims are aware of the virtues of the 10 days of Dhul-Hijjah, what we should be doing, the incredible barakah or blessing that we get from these 10 days and how it can incredibly improve our lives. All year we're talking about mindful living as a Muslimah. But if there were any 10 days that are the most important, not because I said so, but because literally it was deemed by our deen, uh, through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to our Prophet, that these 10 days are the most important in the year. Yes, I know, we're thinking Ramadan, what do you mean? We'll get into that. But these 10 days are incredibly powerful. They can lead to a lot of really great self-development um, in an increased measure and an incredible amount of forgiveness. Let's talk about the 10 days of the Hijjah. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. If you don't already know me, my name is Mindful Muslima, and this podcast is really, really important to me because I have never really, really found a true place where I found a bridge, like where you could get information on a practical, like actionable how-to sense on how to um, bridge the, the way of life that we know we're supposed to live as Muslims, right? The sunnah. And, and our whole dean into modern everyday life like parenting by the sunnah what does that look like right now like getting married by the sunnah what does that look like right now you know shout out also to all you women who are in the middle of taking um, our marriage course very very um, excited to work with all of you and love the messages that you're sending me but yeah how do we do that stuff now in the modern day quote unquote without without letting go of our identity and compromising our deen because it's totally possible and that's why I give you guys tons of how-to steps if you've been part of this podcast you know that's what I give, right? And so um, just in case you are new, I want to let you know what we cover. We cover organization, life hacks, parenting, homeschooling, love and marriage, um, you know, time-saving tips. Like being a mindful Muslimah by the Sunnah is what we're all about. So if it involves that, that's what we are doing. And before I begin this beautiful, beautiful topic of the Hijjah, I did want to give my quick shout out to all of the amazing women who have been feverishly filling out those applications to join our Thrive Muslima online global community. Yeah, I'm pretty childlike excited with this one because I shared with many of you guys in the past podcast, so I'm not going to go into it here so much. I'll just like drop a thank you for 10 seconds. But um, thank you for believing in what I had my vision and, and that we're about to open this whole global community up online. And it's not like Facebook. It's not like Instagram. That's why I'm excited. It's not like just posting and liking and commenting. As amazing as that is. We need deeper relationships with each other. We need real support. We need real help. We need real resources, information, lessons, um, ability to meet other sisters like ourselves. If you're a new Muslim, you need support. If you're a revert, you might be like feeling super lonely and like, this is a space, by the way, where reverts and born Muslims will be integrated seamlessly, inshallah ta'ala. There's no like separate section for reverts. No, we are all together as one ummah the way it's supposed to be. And that's another thing that's really important to me. The way that women will be treating each other on this platform, just the love and the, the, um, the vision that I have. And I am really big on accountability. Like I will, many of you are filling out your applications and 
Honestly, we're going over the acceptance process, so I did just want to give an update to those women and say, you will be getting an email, inshallah ta'ala, if you haven't already in the next day or two, where we are just going through the applications and letting you know when we're going to actually formally open up um, the ability to just finalize your registration for it. Like, this is just the preliminary preliminary application, um, so we can get a an idea of who's interested and we can start connecting with them. So thank you so much for filling those out, but just know that this is the space that we have always wanted the one where like nobody looks at each other because they're from this or that country where nobody cares you know who's what level of dean you're at this is where we're all going to be kind to each other and good to each other the exact way that the prophet peace be upon him asked us to and i myself personally with my team i'm going to make sure that this happens i'm going to take full responsibility and, and accountability for that and making sure that you all have a ridiculously amazing experience and i'm so committed to all of you and thank you so much for believing in our vision so the um, application just in case you haven't filled it out is linked below all right guys so moving on to the hijjah um allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not made all of the days of the year equal a lot of muslims don't realize that i know we look at ramadan like oh ramadan is that amazing month can't wait till those 30 days but that that's not it actually allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made so many other months sacred and you know ramadan is the holiest of months but like there are other times of the year that we are supposed to know and and are more important than others they have more blessing than others and they're they're put there kind of to inspire us to re-motivate us because if they were all kind of equal we might we might just like lose our esteem after a while if you if you know what i mean like ramadan kind of hypes us up right but i want you to look over your shoulder right now not the person behind you while you're driving no that's not what i mean please keep your eyes on the road i'm talking about like lit like like what do you call that figuratively look over your shoulder at ramadan and ask yourself, how was I in Ramadan compared to now? Now, some of us didn't have an amazing Ramadan, but a lot of us had a pretty good one. And we are slowly, slowly, possibly creeping into our old habits again already, right? So this is an amazing opportunity where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is like, I know you all need to come back for a minute. And I know we all need to focus. And so he gave us these 10 days to just as an incredible mercy. Now we have other days that are, that are important, right? Like Friday's a really important day in our deen. We talked about Ramadan. Those 30 days are really, really holy and important. But there are other sacred months and I can't get into all of them right now. And they're related to a lot of history in Islam that we should really, really be familiar with. But one of the most sacred is actually the Hijjah that we are in right now, today. This is why we're kicking it off. Today is the first day of the Hijjah. How are you doing today? How is your Salah? Have you prayed on time already? Did you get up for Fajr? Did you pray Dhuhr already? If you are, like wherever you are in the world, I know we have different time zones, so that might sound weird and irrelevant. But if it is this day, it is the first day of the Hijjah, you're going to have to check in your calendar in your local communities. Just keep that caveat. But here in the U.S., today is the first day of the Hijjah. So I wanted to say to all of you, we cannot approach these 10 days without a plan. And so I'll encourage you about that in a second, but I just want to tell you one last thing about the good and the ugly of these 10 days. All right, let's just keep it real as we always do. The first one is the beautiful thing is in these 10 days, um, the, your good deeds will be multiplied. 
like how in Ramadan we know like there's this multiplication there is and Allah Kareem Allahu Alam what is the multiplication level right but all we know is whatever we do it is xxx times amazing in terms of reward and benefit for our piggy bank in the akhirah but also our life in the dunya we are showing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is like al-firqan in a sense like the criterion the separation you know how they say like this is what separates the men from the boys or the women from the girls like this is it this is where we show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we are real muslims and we're not just using it as a label we actually live it and if Allah said these 10 days are important and he thinks they're important guess what we should find them important what Allah loves we should love what Allah hates we should hate feverishly in all honesty and that's the way I live my life I've just made it that mindset like that's it let's just fix our mindset on where we should be like forget our personal opinions there's certain times where it's just really irrelevant when it comes to our creator and so these deeds times for good deeds amazing multiplication great on the flip side not so great is that our sins will be amplified in this time all right and we know that because half of that rajab made the statement because of the acts of disobedience um verily i'm going to say this um because of the acts of disobedience um verily we will forget forbid forgiveness in these seasons of mercy and you know in these seasons of mercy we have this grand opportunity allah saying hey i gave you all this opportunity to get it right if you are sinning and sometimes people are sinning with really big sins guys like you know just crazy texting men maybe committing zina i'm just being honest if you have kids that's the most i'm going to say um you know around you but like let's be really real we have to um understand that the things that we do they're they're accounted for so if we are committing sins like no biggie right now no they will be amplified so that is the caveat i want us to be aware of that but on a happier note let's let's put in our mind that that is not going to happen to you you are going to be amazing you're going to do great in these 10 days and we're going to talk about six things that you can be doing right now to take incredible incredible benefit from the 10 days of the All right, let's get right into these six things that you can be doing right now to take advantage of the 10 days of the Hajjah. Now, I am taking these six from one of our amazing um teachers, Ustad Muhammad Bajur, and he recently put out something on this that I thought just summed it up and there was really no reason to just go into other stuff. And um, you're going to find a lot of stuff online, you'll find stuff everywhere, but I mean these six to me just said it all and I really appreciated the way he said it. So inshallah ta'ala, we're going to um heed the words of our uh teacher here and we're going to um dive right into the plan. So before I give you the six, let me just say this. I'm going to quickly say six things. You're going to create a plan around these six things. You're going to say, "How can I in my next couple of days make a plan?" What I suggest to you, like I do to many women, is have a morning routine that incorporates these or have an evening routine that incorporates these and be really specific. At 7 a.m., I'm going to read these three du'a. And don't just read these three du'a, like say just I don't want you to not have the three du'a ready. right cuz let's imagine what's going to happen to most of us we're going to wake up at 7 a.m. we're going to press our phone we're going to start looking for three du'a to say oh wait a minute look at that really great post on instagram let me just check that out real quick oh my goodness somebody gave me a message on snapchat hold up oh no facebook i forgot to message that sister who talked to me yesterday stop 
don't do it, okay? So in your plan, you're going to be really specific. You're going to have everything laid out, and you're not going to get sucked into the social media time warp, okay? Let's just not do it. That is going to be putting us in the category of the losers, right? We don't want to amplify the sin, which in here would be wasting time and opportunity, right? So let's go into the six things I just want you to put in your mind. Somehow create yourself a plan with specific times in the morning or in the evening or in the middle of the day or whatever it is when you're going to do these things. Mark it with a time, have them printed out beforehand in your hand so you could just say those uh, verses, those uh, whatever you're going to do, all right? Words of wisdom, believe me, been there, done that long, long time ago, have lived better since because of it. So, okay, so let's go into the first and most important thing, tauba. Now, I was talking to a sister the other day about the difference between istikhara, um, the difference between um, astaghfar and tauba. Astaghfar is just like forgiveness, saying sorry. Okay, tauba is different. It's I'm sorry, and I'm gonna actually have a plan and follow through and do it to stop doing that thing that I'm doing that I'm saying sorry for in the first place. Do you see how much more meaningful that is to Allah? Otherwise, if I just make astaghfar, Allahumma ghfali, Allahumma ghfali, I'm not saying astaghfirullah, you know, you didn't mean it, or I didn't mean it. I'm saying, what's the point if we're not, after that, actionably going to do something different? We can't keep calling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Come on, if you're your own child, right? He kept like kicking, kicking the cat in the house. And you're like, Habibi, don't do this. It's not good. The animals, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm sorry. And you're like, okay, don't do it again. Okay, alhamdulillah. And, and then like 10 minutes later, he's kicking the cat. And an hour later, he's kicking the cat. I'm sorry. And then tomorrow, I'm sorry. And you're like, really? Are you sorry? We're not going to believe it or buy it, okay? And we're just a human. What about our creator? How offensive is that to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? When you or I keep doing that thing, we know we're not supposed to do, and we just give a big old, I'm sorry, and that's about it. So, tawbah. When I say you're going to make tawbah, we're going to go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we're going to have an sincere outpouring. What am I saying to Allah? You're pouring your heart out in ways that you like. Now, Allah, you can tell him all your secrets. He saw what you did already. He saw what I did already. It's not like he doesn't know. He just needs us to talk to him about it sincerely. You speak in your language. If you have there, now, don't get me wrong. There is another one that is amazing, which is the chief of prayers, right? Allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa ant there's this whole chief of prayers if you go to your little fortress of a muslim book and you go to chief of prayers amazing amazing dua i say it daily because the prophet peace be upon him he said that if the believer says it in the morning and he and he dies seventy thousand angels will carry him to jannah and if he says it in the evening and he dies seventy thousand angels will carry him to jannah so i make a point to say this daily with sincerity, that's the caveat. With ikhlas, with sincerity, you can't just like robotically blah, blah, blah it off. No. And this is what I'm doing for talba. I'm doing this and I'm also, if you want to increase this, guys, do it in sujood. Subhanallah. Where the slave is closest to his Lord. Hypothetically, hi- hypothetical slave here, guys. We're not talking about like something related to slavery, right? So, subhanallah, we're showing our submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we're showing the gratitude that we have to him and we're begging his forgiveness. And after we're pulling our head out of that, we might say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and I'm planning to change this by doing this, A, B, C. Have a sincere afterwards plan to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if it's as simple as, okay, I'm going to stop listening to all that. Okay, like, like, let me give you a perfect example. TikTok. 
and, and by the way, this is just fresh in my mind because I was talking to somebody recently. Um, I, I tried to be a part of TikTok as soon as I opened, because people are like, oh, there's many Muslims there. They're going, you know, they're, they're doing this and that. You should speak to women there. Let women know about your stuff. I'm like, oh, sounds good. Open TikTok. Just press it. Don't even haram scroll. Okay, I'm not even haram scrolling. I know you know what I'm talking about right now. Ridiculous music is coming at my face, like the nastiest stuff you have ever heard. Yes, I keep it real. I'm not going to sugarcoat the stuff that Muslims are doing right now. I'm not against TikTok. I'm not against Snapchat. I'm not against anything in particular. I don't believe in like just completely like saying any particular thing is 100% horrible. I'm saying it's what you do with it. But TikTok makes it where you don't even have to try to haram scroll. They haram blast you the second your finger touches the icon dead up. And you know what I'm talking about, ladies, because you have heard it. So my point is, you might want to say, Ya Allah, I'm going to stay away from TikTok for 10 days. I'm going to try and like, you know, purify my head. If you're finding yourself wasting your life on Instagram, I'm, Allah, I'm going to set up some boundaries on Instagram. I'm going to put a timer and whatever it is, guys, I'm just making stuff up. Stop texting that guy. You shouldn't be texting. Uh, stop talking to your husband, like getting angry with him. Calm it down. Try to try a different approach, make tawbah, even if you know maybe he did stuff to you and you don't feel so happy with him right now, your kids maybe even screaming at them a lot, come on, make tawbah, this is not the way we should treat our children, we know we have to probably, I know they can be difficult, but we have to have a better way, Um, also if you haven't caught our toddler discipline series, I'm going to go back to that right after this, we had to pause because this is obviously ridiculously important, but I do want to say in there you'll definitely find some help and relief on toddlers one to four, and in our um, online Thrive Muslima, those people are actually going to get an entire download of like an ebook of all the tips and things that I've mentioned plus a couple more, and you are going to get tons of other stuff like that, so Get excited for that too because you're going to find tons of parental resources in there. But for now, guys, make that tauba, move on. Number two, um, forgive people. Forgive people around you. Um, by the way, the reason I made more time on tauba is because that's one of the most important. Um, this is hajj we're talking about. This is the time of hajj where people are going up and they're going on the, the Mount of Arafat and they are begging and a lot and just you know throwing rocks. And It is the time of tauba, guys. This is the time of the year. So I did put a little extra something on the Talba number one, but that's because it is heavily important. Don't skip it, okay? Number two, forgiveness. Forgive people around you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cannot forgive us when we don't forgive others. He is the creator and he can forgive us. How can we not forgive other people? So we have to try to let stuff go. Don't hold grudges, guys. Just let stuff. You don't have to forget what they did, but you have to forgive them. Forgetting means I'm going to stay smart and aware so they don't do it again. But the forgiving part needs to happen. All right. Fasting. What can we be doing in these days in terms of fasting? And by the way, guys, your intention with these 10 days is to leave it better than you entered it. Kind of like the Ramadan concept. Okay. So don't have anything left in your heart to anyone else. Don't hold any grudges. And you can even tell them, hey guys, these are the 10 days of the hijjah. I wanted, I wanted to forgive you even though I know we have stuff going on. Just be honest. All right? Try to fast all of the nine days in this time. Okay? On the 10th, we will have the Eid. So obviously no fasting on the Eid. But on the 10 days, you know, these are really important days. The nine days, if you can fast them, fast them. If you cannot find yourself a means to fast them, at least fast the day of Arafat, which is the day right before Eid. This is an incredible day of mercy. Do not miss this day. 
uh, and um, sins will be forgiven if we're doing this right in the past year and the future year. Come on, guys. That is re- that is incredibly, that is a deal of the century. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us that when we might not even feel we deserve it. Subhanallah. How can we not take advantage of that? That is incredible. So please, guys, fasting and asking for forgiveness, very, very important. Number uh, four, your salah. If we do nothing else, pray on time, guys. Pray on time. If you were supposed to have prayed and you didn't, pause this right now and pray. I'm not joking. And then come back. Obviously, come back. (laughs) Because I want you to hear the other ones. But pray, guys. Praying on time. How are we going to say we're trying to improve our life and we're going past the time? If it is more than, I think, even 10, 20 minutes past the Salah time, come on, guys. Just run to Salah. Set a timer on your phone if you haven't already. Be on time for Salah. Tahajjud prayers. Tahajjud prayers in these days, even if it's just two rakah in the middle of the night, do it. My husband and I have a ritual where before we go to bed, we're praying extra prayers together and then the witr and then we sleep and then before the fajr and then fajr. So this is just, we made it like a lifestyle. So if you can increase in these times, whatever you're doing, great. If you never do tajjud at all, just two rakah, at least, at least this. And in this time, just begging and pouring your heart out to Allah how much you love him and I know you might be sleepy but you're gonna say ya Allah thank you so much for everything you've given me and 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 please you know help me with this today as I go on throughout my day or the next day or whatever it is that you're talking to him please please inshallah ta'ala don't skip these uh, beautiful prayers and lastly charity charity you're gonna see a lot of things come up for charity don't click past it think about the beautiful opportunity you're not doing them a favor guys they're doing you a favor by presenting their opportunity to you for you to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His mercy, and to um, purify our money and our soul. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your 10 days of the hijjah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all of us to do these amazing deeds and to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept them and accept all of our dua and fasting. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring mercy to all the Muslimin all over the world. And I hope to see you all soon. Don't forget if you haven't already to fill out that application so we can be together on the Thrive Muslim and Global Community. Do it. The link is below. Thank you, guys. I will talk to you in the next one where we continue um, with our series. Jazakum Allahu khairan. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.